Good evening, and how's it going, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode of TXR, episode number 101 to be exact. I am your host, Invader, and we've got yet another jam-packed game discussion. Definitely lots of topics to discuss on the docket. But before we, we begin, I have a bit of uh, sad news to pass along, and we need to take a moment to honor the passing of a community member. Uh, his name was Darth Merkham. And while I admit I did not have the pleasure of knowing him personally, he had many friends in the community, and he was a very proud and passionate gamer. You know, it's always sad when we lose somebody close to us, but they will always live on in our hearts and endure in fond memories. I've seen a lot of responses over social media for him, all kinds of people giving, you know, just really passionate, thought-out responses to him and his family, and he'll definitely be missed. So definitely had to touch on that for such a wonderful person in the community and just Xbox gamer. So again, rest in peace, Darth. And uh, also, uh, we well, we should get on with the uh, introduction of the panel members. Uh, hey, Tim Dog, uh, you know, we got lots of news to discuss. Are you ready to get into things? And Tim's not here. All right. Shock. Eric Shock. Ready to talk uh, talk news, bud? Yep, you got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim should be coming back in very soon. Centurion, buddy. How's things at your end? Oh, doing great. It is Sunday night, and it is TXR podcast time. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, our buddy Megatron is just out hunting Autobots tonight, so he may be un unable to join us this evening. You know, and Tim, Tim, buddy, you're back with us. How are Can you, you doing tonight? Yeah, good. Can you hear me? All right, yeah, happy to be here. It's another week, another Sunday. Uh, you know, rest in peace to Mark. I didn't really know him that well, uh, I did know of him, and uh, I knew he was a big part of uh, the community. So shout out to him. Very sad, sad news. Um, other than that, just ready to talk, uh, you know, Sunday night. Ready to go. Of course. Well said. And he will be missed. Uh, and Southbound should be joining us later on as well. So we'll have a, the, the gang here. And before I begin with the topics, I would like to announce that listeners of TXR Podcast to now, can now listen to us on even more services. We are now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. We're really excited to be able to give more choice to our listeners, and there will be more on the way, that's for sure. There's links to all those services in this description, so definitely check them all out. So, now, on to the show, fellas. And, of course, September is, well, it's continuing to be a hot month for games dropping, We've now got Ghost Recon Breakpoint coming soon. Code Vein's already out. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep expansion. Man, these games just uh, keep on coming, guys. Has Is anybody planning on picking these up here from the panel? I'll probably be picking up uh, the Ghost Recon game. Destiny, I'm too far behind, I feel. And uh, did Code Vein really just come out? I, I didn't know that. I, I think know. so. I, I, Really? Wow. 
So, yeah, no, I have, I, I'm probably going to pick up the Ghost Recon. I have uh, still a lot of backlog, finally finished Gears. We'll talk about that later. Um, but, yeah, I'll be picking up the Ghost Recon. All right, all right. Uh, Centurion, are you planning <clears throat> on picking up any of these games listed off or anything else? Uh, my, the game I'm looking forward to, uh, at least in the month of October, is going to be the Outer Worlds. Um, my wallet is, like, tearing up for a break um but i've also been kind of like grinding through games like crazy trying to get into my backlog actually wanting to fire up my ps4 and play some of the uh, games i've missed on there uh but yeah this month alone i've beat control i've beat um gears 5 and uh actually just yesterday i was able to finally get the the credits to roll on assassin's creed odyssey and now all i have left is the dlc oh wow Nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah 160 some hours. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Somebody's yeah. a little obsessed there. <laughs> it's a very underrated game. Underrated game. Man. Oh, very, very underrated, man. Like 160 hours was just the base game. Wow. Just <laughs> mind boggling. Uh, Shock, you plan on picking up any of these titles? Um, yeah. Uh, no, well, probably. Outer Worlds because it's on Game Pass, but yeah, I'm probably not throwing down on any of them right now. Probably I used to play thousands of hours of Destiny, but since Destiny Two and how they kind of lacked on content after those first updates, I haven't been on it since. So yeah, right. maybe I'll t dabble in Code Vein maybe later on, but mm -hmm. that's probably it. All right, all right, that's fair. I mean, I'll admit I'm not planning on picking up any of those. I'm still, like like you said, I'll be waiting for The Outer Worlds at the end of um, the end of October. Just, it, I don't know, it just, I've been waiting for that game for a while, ever since it was announced. It just has me really excited. But, you know, with all that said, guys, let's move on to more meteor topics, fellas. And let's get into Inside Xbox. And earlier this week, we had both Inside Xbox and Sony State of Play. And it was another, well, Inside Xbox was another lengthy episode. At the beginning of the show, there was this big segment dedicated to the pirate game Atlas. And it's heading into game preview. And it seems very similar to Sea of Thieves in a lot of ways. But they've got some unique things going for it, like fortifications Guys, did you catch Inside Xbox, and what do you think of, for example, we'll start off with Atlas. What do you think of that game? And oh, oh sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. I, mean, Anybody? Uh, I was. I, I don't want to always take the first lead. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I saw the uh, uh, Inside Xbox, and um, like you said, it was a very long one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Atlas is uh, the makers of, of uh, Arc, so, uh, you know, Xbox mm -hmm. has it in the preview program, and, um, you know, I know people were complaining about that, but, you know, Arc was a pretty big game, so this is kind of their follow-up to that, so uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool, um, you know, and it's nice to have it in preview, but uh, I heard the game itself uh, has a lot of issues, so... Uh, it's kind of wait and see there for uh, for me personally, but uh, I did see it. And it does look pretty cool. It looks like Sea of Thieves with, um, you know, a little more uh, depth. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my takeaway okay, was. Dragons, too. <laughs> dragons? Or at least I see a picture where there's a dragon. Yeah, there's supposedly a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I saw that, too. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a, a Game of Thrones where she's, like, firing on the ships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess in a lot of ways. But, I mean... It looked really similar to Sea of Thieves too. Just like if you looked at the uh, like the hand to hand combat, it looks eerily similar. Uh, but I really like the whole fortifications thing going on. You can kind of like build your own bases, and uh, it seems like a cool game to uh, you know just step into. It seems like it's more like survival based too, from the sound of things. Uh, I, I, it's something I could get down with. Uh, Centurion, have you seen this game, Atlas? I have seen a little bit of it here and there. It does look like something that I would check out, but due to the fact that my backlog is a mile long, um, yeah, it's definitely something that I would have to, like, I don't know. Like, I know it. you said it's going into game preview. It's not going into game pass, correct? Yes. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's going into pre. So it's just one of those things where I guess if it was in Game Pass, I would probably be more apt to try it out. But Game Preview, um, I've seen some things go well in Game Preview. I've definitely seen things go bad in Game Preview. Right. So it's one of those titles where I would just kind of sit back and see, um, purely because, um, again, we were even talking about it just a few minutes ago. I'm I'm not wanting to break out my wallet right now and kind of start because I'm buying way too many games. So this is something I'm definitely going to just sit back and watch. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And and you know what? The funny thing, too, about game preview is that since they're not finished, these games constantly evolve. And I remember specifically with uh, a couple of years ago with We Happy Few going into game preview it, it really wasn't what people expected it to be. And from when it entered game preview to when it officially released, it was a totally different game. See, that's actually in my backlog. We happy view. I bought that uh, Black Friday this last year um, just because I kind of saw the final product and I found it on Black Friday for like 25 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it for that price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're still releasing DLC through for it. I happened to play it, and you know what? I liked it. It uh, It's not for everybody. It's quirky, and uh, I remember at launch it was still kind of glitchy, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Shock, is uh, Atlas something you'd be checking out, or is that a pass? Uh, I think it might pass on. Is the preview in like Game Pass, or do you actually have to buy it like the old ones? <laughs> I just think it's in Game Preview for now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It'll but, probably be discounted. Yeah. It'll probably be like thirty bucks. Uh, I'll probably so wait because it'll price. probably officially release in Game Pass. I'm sure when it's like mm-hmm. complete. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so it seemed like an interesting game to start off the inside Xbox. They also it's, we're gonna move on to XCloud. They also had a big showing for that, announcing that XCloud public preview. It'll be for the U.S., U.K., and South Korea, available in October. The games that they'll have in the in this uh, public preview will be Halo 5, Gears 5, Sea of Thieves, and Killer Instinct. Are you guys excited and looking forward to this? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I've already signed up myself. Well, at least I registered. Hopefully they accept me. Ah. All right. All right. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. I always like them uh, talking about new technology, what they're investing in, and, you know, just getting people to try it out before it, you know, officially releases. Uh, We're probably not too far off now since they're uh, talking about it more. Tim, I know you're psyched about xCloud and uh, game streaming and all that. You were at E3 uh, trying it out there with those uh, demos. You're probably really excited for it. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Um, my only dilemma right now is, is that I am currently with uh, iPhone. So uh, my only other option really is to get like some type of tablet or some type of, uh, I wouldn't get a, a, an LTE device, but I would get like a tablet or something that Samsung offers on the Android side. But unfortunately, what I've looked at is kind of crappy. I saw the S6 tablet, and for seven hundred bucks, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, kind of, you know, bummed out because I, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to change providers right now and get the, um, get the uh, Samsung. I don't think it's worth it. Uh, so uh, I, I got to kind of figure out what I'm going to do there. I did hear, though, that um, preview, uh, actually in preview for alpha testers, uh, and I just posted up on my Twitter, that people are actually testing out the streaming right now, the console streaming. So to use your Xbox as a, um, a server or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say it, per se, uh, that's actually, um, it's actually, uh, you know, green lit, supposedly, and people are actually... Uh, testing that as we speak, you know, there's a couple of requirements. Uh, one of the requirements is, is your network uh, test has to be lower than 60, 60 milliseconds of, um, you know, latency. Uh, so some of the stuff like that, uh, you know, you got to take a look into. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm super, super, super psyched about it. When I play the V3, as I spoke many times here, uh, it's really super uh, exciting, great. Uh, response time from what I played, especially Halo 5, was really impressive. And I think the four games that they picked were really cool because uh, when you're throwing in a fighting game, um, that means that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're going for the gusto here. This is, uh, if, if they were going to try to hide it, they would use a game like Halo 2 uh, or Halo Wars 2, uh, something where you can get away with it. But with uh, freaking Killer Instinct, man, that's. You know, uh, a very uh, fast-moving game, and um, it's funny that they—it's—it's it's great that I thought that they put it in. I didn't think they would put it in so quick, but uh, keep an eye out on that too. I missed it, but why couldn't you participate in XCloud? Um, because right now I don't—I mean, I can. It's just that I don't have a device that's that's Android compatible. Oh, I have the, okay. Uh, I only have iPhone, so the only thing that I could do is is I could, I could get like a tablet, but the, their their tablets are like the reviews on them are horrible. I hate to say it, like the Samsung S6 tablet that just came out. It's they just they just you know they just you know they don't get good reviews and and um, so I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. I'm not going to get a new phone, not right now. Um, so I have to wait until, 
uh, either they get the iOS support or uh, next year if I buy a phone or mm-hmm. get a device or buy a device if I can find a nice device, I can do that too. But you know, I'm looking right now. Absolutely. Oh, and guess who's joining Apple? us? So good. Southie, how you doing, bud? What up, what up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Did you miss me? <clears throat> we got Southbound in the house, everybody. Give him a standing ovation in the chat. Uh, Southie, how you been? I'm good, my brother. How's everybody tonight? Eh, you know, chilling, killing, talking games, you know, the usual. Beautiful. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, sorry, Shock. Uh, continue with what you were saying. Oh, uh, do they have any? I'm assuming they probably have a plan to bring it to iOS, like eventually when it's like up and running. We got talking about XCloud. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about. Yeah. But yeah. It, well, it, it's on Android right now. The uh, iPhone. There's no. Uh, there's no uh, option for iPhone just yet. But uh, you know damn well, iPhones are such so okay. big. <laughs> yeah. That, that's of course, they're gonna have it for iPhone. Well, now the only thing is, like, I want to know: Do you think that's possible because of this new Apple Arcade thing that they're trying to chase down? No, no, of course not. I, I think it's more about the the iOS being more closed off than Android is. Oh yeah, if, definitely, if, if definitely. I were to guess, if I were to guess, I no, yeah, definitely, definitely, Android is more of an open source, flexible software versus uh, Apple's closed off system they got going on exactly, over there. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, South, did you catch the latest inside Xbox? No, I didn't. I, I totally missed it. Uh, I just, uh, you know, honestly, I, I rarely catch them these days because mm-hmm. it just seems like a bunch of fluff. And then what you really want to see is like 10 seconds of the whole show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to, to sift through all that just to see exactly what I want. Now, it's funny you say that uh, this episode was about you know, I want to say like an hour and 20 minutes long. Uh, guys, how do you feel about the length of Inside Xbox, their episodes? Do you find them to be a little, well, long? Because in comparison, Sony's State of Play is about, well, under half an hour. Nintendo Directs are half an hour. And while I, I do like a lot of what's in the Inside Xbox, like the interviews and like, some new stuff that they talk about, new technologies and so on, what's happening in Game Pass, whatever that may be. There's also, like South was alluding to, a lot of fluff in there that, I don't know, I think it could be trimmed down a little bit personally. How do you guys feel? Is the whole reason why I will say I frauded out. I did watch State of Play on my lunch break at work. And then when I went to uh, check out what was going on on Inside Xbox, I realized it was over an hour long. And I was like, yeah, that ain't happening. And uh, I still haven't had a chance here at home to actually watch Inside Xbox. So I have not tuned in. Yeah, well, all I right. Think, I, I think that one of the things that um, I think a lot of people even conveyed to Xbox or told Xbox is, is that uh, it's too long. I think that... A sweet spot would be about 50 minutes, maybe 40, 45 minutes. Um, I think an hour and an hour and 20 minutes is just way too much. But on the flip it, side, it wouldn't be. That, but Timmy, it wouldn't be too much if if they had better content instead of them trying to like force just yeah. too much, too much like like I said, fluff into it. Well, if they had more the, stuff that you know yeah. that, that that people actually wanted to see, then the, the, the time would just fly by. 
and people would love it. See, that that's where they need to be flexible on their time. If they don't have enough time to fill the hour, they should be willing to do a 30, 45 minute without having to throw that fluff in there because it's yeah, kind of you, like you don't you want filler. A, yeah, it's like when you create a YouTube video, you can kind of tell when somebody's like reaching, trying to just put stuff in the video at this point. Keep and it going, it yeah. Long. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, they, they 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 have told uh, they have said uh, you know in response to some of the criticism or some of the stuff that I've said was is that they're looking to have an inside introspective point to show developers and it's not necessarily about you know pushing content and stuff like that but 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 the reality is is that as in gamers we're insatiable we want um you know we want. We want announcements. We want news. We don't. We don't of course. give a crap about the introspective a- a- stuff. Everybody wants an E3 announcement every, you know, every show. Mm. Well, what I find too is that they'll have an inside Xbox, but then throughout, you know, later on in the week, they'll also announce stuff through like Larry Herb, for example. Like they'll drop little things. I'm like, well, why didn't you guys show that off on inside Xbox? Like you have the a custom console or sorry, like a bundle or something. It's like that'd be a perfect time because you have eyes on there just looking. Everybody who's like hardcore Xbox fans. Hey, is it me? Now it's kind of a question that I've been I've been wondering myself lately. The last like year or so, it seems like you brought up Larry Herb. It seems like Major Nelson's starting to get kind of obsolete, or is it just, that's just me just being like pessimistic? Yeah, they don't it bring does, him it, out too much. It often. doesn't seem like he's as prevalent as he used to be, uh, you know, out and about, and you know, when it comes to you know uh, packs or stuff like that, you really don't see him as much as you used to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't really see him out and about as what he used to be. Um... To be honest, I don't really see a lot of uh, personal Xbox personalities out there as much as they what they used to be now. I mean, of course, like Phil and Aaron are ob- always doing. Well, stuff. Aaron's always going to be out there. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it just seems like they're kind of scaling back uh, Larry a little bit. And I wonder if it's if it's his choice or or it's a PR thing. Like, like I said, maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. But it just seems like mm-hmm. I don't see him as much as I used to in years prior. You know, years past. Now, would it be odd to suggest that, like, if I was able to get in Microsoft's ear and, like, you know how they bought Ninja and they're getting other people on the platform? Mm -hmm. They need to find somebody out there who's in the, uh, I want to say, the comedic side of the entertainment industry. Somebody who is an Xbox fan, but also really knows how to entertain a crowd and actually say, hey, we'd like to acquire you to be, like, our official paid spokesman for... Are oh like no, yeah. huh? Xbox is way too cheap for that. And That's you know, and, 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 uh, well, dude, they they flip for the WWE guys to sit there and smile good on the camera. I no, well, you know, the price tag is. I, I honestly thought for a while that they were kind of grooming um, Ricari to kind of fill that that niche. That's what because, I thought too. Well, because you know, because he was more, and and I don't, I don't know how to say this, you know, very politically correct, but more the quote unquote urban sector oh, dude, you know what yeah, i mean he made the show like you know he made the show more hip he actually was able to get through better back. than major well Nelson. yeah he yeah in a couple months ago he got <laughs> he got fired and then now no he's he's with um what's it called now he's with astro but oh, oh yeah okay. yeah but it seemed like they were kind of grooming him to, to take over for major nelson and you know i don't know major nelson is irreplaceable in my opinion but i could see where a lot of people 
are turned off by him. They they think that he's like kind of like a a dirty car salesman type <laughs> attitude, or, or you know. And so it just seemed like they were kind of grooming him to eventually replace Major Nelson. And it goes on to what I was saying is him kind of you know falling back in, into the crowd now and not as being out there as he used to. But then, and that's like I said, fair. maybe that's just me, you know, reading into reading too far into things. But I noticed, you know, little things like that. Now mm-hmm. I've heard rumors of like, hasn't Major Nelson come out and said that he doesn't really do the whole crowd thing very well? He prefers oh, to be behind true. the camera. No, that's not true. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, when with regards to Inside Xbox, though, I mean, like I have nothing against them, but the I just. I don't really care for, I guess you would say, the personalities that are on the show personally. Like, I just wish everything was a lot more condensed and bite-sized because not too many people have a lot of time just to go through, like, an hour half of a show. Right. Right? So I'd, I, I'm not sure what the sweet spot would be. Maybe, like, if they really want to, 40 minutes, something like that. Maybe a little longer than uh, the other... Well, because they they do commercials in in, you know during the broadcast so just like a standard tv show 43 minutes is the the nice you know so basically it's an hour of Mm -hmm. you know showtime that that, that's perfect an hour of showtime Mm -hmm. and i understand what they're trying to do again i do like their interviews i do think they do a lot of stuff that's different that is good but i just think they need to condense it more to like you know to retain people's attention fat baby yeah, absolutely. Um, also, guys, there was also the Outer Worlds had another big showcase. They showed more gameplay. They had a senior narrative designer on discussing like aspects to missions. And I found it very informative. Again, this game is coming out next month. So obviously, Microsoft wants to get all eyes on it. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I know a few people had mentioned it on the panel. But do you guys see the Outer Worlds really doing well? Well, I'm just going to jump in there and say I think it's going to do extremely well. A lot of people are hyped for it. The, the graphics looks good. You know, the, the story seems like it's in-depth. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 I, listen, I'm a Fallout fan. So, you know, you're coming from the guys that made Fallout. So, I, I to me, it's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it really captures that Fallout vibe to it. You know, f- to me, Fallout the ba- the Fallout the past couple of years hasn't really. It's kind of strayed away from what made it really good. And I think I, I personally think you'll get a lot of Bethesda fans coming over to the Outer Worlds because it's it just has that old school feel of what makes like fallout fallout so the outer worlds to me looks like a special game i really like the world it looks like it has cool missions and really just an interesting environment to play around in. i love the look of the weapons and so on so i have a feeling it'd be pretty it's looking pretty darn good to me uh just what surprised me most about it and i'm sorry to interrupt Mm -hmm. i i think i have like a little bit of a lag but um I think that what surprised me the most about it is it's going to be on game pass i didn't think that since it's a you know multi-plat that it was going to be on Game Pass, but it is. That surprised me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, it looks like a cool game. And if anybody else wants to jump in, uh, definitely let me know. Uh, who else? Who do we have in the chat here? Uh, Indie Gamer, thanks for joining. How are you doing, bud? Saltiest Gaming, thank you for joining. What's up, Salty? Shizno Elite, how are you doing, bud? Glad to see you again. Love seeing you uh, pop in here in the chat always. Dreadpool, uh, Michael Monkey Punch, Z Black Rider, all kinds of good people in here today. Thanks for joining us here, guys. And uh, before we move on, fellas, is there any is there any other comments on Inside Xbox? Well, I just wanted to say at one time it was two hours, so just just remember that. So they even cut it down to a half an hour. So I I, I just think that. Again, messaging is, is not the best of Microsoft. They're not really trying to show a show that's going to break news, but they're trying to give you like an introspection, uh, introspective way of looking at developers and giving them a kind of platform to talk on their games. The problem is, is that when it's after party, people clown that stuff, you know, and it makes mm -hmm. the show, it makes the show look less than it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. I'm looking at Timmy ceiling right now. <laughs> yeah, Tim, just so you know, you got your... Oh, there you go. There we go. Yeah, you had your uh, camera on. All right, guys, let's move on to yet another big show, the PlayStation State of Play. Uh, let's start here by discussing The Last of Us 2. Uh, it looks like we have a release date for it, February 21st, so definitely not too far off. We also we got some cutscenes from it in gameplay segments. Are any are any of you guys impressed or excited about by what you saw? I'm looking forward to Last of Us Two, man. Like I, I'm gonna say it. I've been I've said it on multiple shows. I'm a fraud. I have not played the first game yet. I need to get around to it now before February. Hence the reason why I need to fire up my PlayStation, like I talked about. Um, but um. I mean, just watching that trailer where the camera is panning across the town and you see the horses and the snow and the Christmas lights going down the buildings and all this stuff. It just kind of like it looked like a world I want to know more about. So I'm definitely mm -hmm. looking forward to it. Um, I guess I've waited too long. I guess something happened to Joel or whatever his name is in the first game. And now all of a sudden they showed in the trailer. Well, yeah, back. everyone's all excited. He's back. So I, I, I don't even know what I never played the first. Yeah, game, I, so, I, so now what I'm, I'm completely like, lost. When I get to that point in the game where he disappears. I'm just going to be like, oh, he's all right. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> hey, how many YouTube videos were people crying like he's back? They're all excited. Like, really? Is that serious? <laughs> yeah, but uh, they obviously had to make that sacrifice of some multiplayer. <laughs> oh, oh, you had to go there. I mean, really, that, that that's a, that's a single player game. Like, do you really go and looking for that game for multiplayer? I, mm -hmm. I like I said, I didn't play the first one, so I'm I'm kind of like from the outside looking in. But just from like I said, being on the outside. That game's a, uh, a campaign, you know, story-driven game. So why people worry about multiplayer? Well, it's well, like they're only exclusive, like right? Multiplayer, that that, and not uh, not in charge. The only thing with the multiplayer situation that I have been very vocal about is they came out a year ago saying that there was going to be multiplayer, and now they've kind of like reneged on that whole deal or whatever you want to call it. They're like, oh, it's not going to happen, and so that's where it's kind of like. 
you know, if Xbox was to do something like that, oh my freaking god, people would like riot and people wouldn't be making gifs and all sorts of stuff, just it being like, just "Look, this mode. is what Xbox it, does." It's it's the double standard, you know that. But it's, it's the same same turn. The, the the key is if it came out and the multiplayer was substandard, they'd get grilled anyways. So I mean, what? It's better just to cut it while you're ahead and just be done with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're able to inv invest more time and money into creating an experience. But and like they said, and they're, they're not cutting they're, it fully. But... Well, the, well I mean, like, hey, let's the, be honest. People, that that, that title is going to sell gangbusters. They're going to make a billion dollars well, off of it. So, let me you ask know. you guys something here, because would Microsoft and Xbox get flack if a major uh, franchise not do, do you really have to ask that question? Oh, dude, forget it. They would be lining the Microsoft executives up against a wall for an execution. They would say it's because mm -hmm. of Game Pass. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I noticed, and, and I have to say, um, one of the first times I really saw Sony fans kind of rise up and say this is bullshit, <clears throat> it, I, I saw that was 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 with the situation. Now, one of the problems is, is like, like Sal says, it is a single-player game, but there were people that actually li like factions, and there were people that were playing it, um, and they, and they, it's, it's, it's never good when you take out a, a portion of a game that people come to expect. So people were coming to expect that it was going to have a multiplayer portion. Um, so in that, in that aspect, I think people have a right to definitely speak out about it. Uh, also, Sony has been pretty lackluster all gen with multiplayers. You know, with Xbox, we get co-op, we get four-player co-op, we get you know, uh, you know, not one mode, four modes and gears that you can play on multiplayer. Um, you know, the multiplayer support keeps going up and up, and on Sony's side, it just, you know, you're, with their AAAs, you're just getting a single-player experience. So I think it's a legitimate, it's a legitimate gripe, especially since you also have to pay for uh, play, PlayStation. Now, as far as uh, the, the original question with the video, my take is that, yeah, the game looks like it's going to be tremendous. Um, you know, people talk about downgrade. I kind of feel like they always do that. Like they'll always show like an unbelievable thing. And Xbox and Microsoft and Sony both do it. But when it really becomes that game, it always looks a little bit different. But I, ha I have to say what I saw was very impressive, um, the gameplay that they showed. And um, the only question with this game is, is, is it going to outsell Spider-Man? <laughs> you know, that's how big this game is. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, uh, it, it's another reason why uh, Sony does great. You know, they have these these IPs, and, and this is just more of a reason to buy a Sony PlayStation. Uh, so, yeah, no, they killed it. And uh, you got to give it credit where credit's going to do. And, you know, they're going to own... You know that they're gonna own that 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 period of time. You know, a week prior, Ori Two comes out, so uh, at least they got out of that that window. Because if it was launching with this, it would be uh, a little bit smashed. Absolutely. Now, I'll admit, I don't really care for The Last of Us out of their exclusives. It doesn't really interest me personally, but I can see why people would enjoy it. Uh, the animations in it look 
really, really good and all kinds of detail to say the least. Like those animations, like I thought Gears was good too. And it's, it kind of seems on par. It just, you know, it's very impressive. And that's what you expect uh, this lane to this generation. So it does look like a, it's going to be a really good game. And I, I really, I hope it turns out well. Um, anybody else have anything to add with The Last of Us? I did want to note, uh, I think I made a tweet about it. Um, that was saying, it's, you know, it's funny that, you know, Gears releases in Game Pass day one, full of content, bigger campaign, all these other modes. Um, and then, you know, it's perfectly fine. But then Last of Us is going to release at $60 a pop, totally cut out its multiplayer that's beloved, <laughs> you know, by their, you know, mm -hmm. by their players. So I thought that it's was true. funny because... Game Pass keeps getting a lot of flack, but it's like, why are they cutting it out? Not only are they just now cutting it out, no, they're still developing it. They're just going to probably sell it to you for another thirty, sixty dollars mm -hmm. for a fast right. it's game gonna, by itself. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be another pay. It's going to be another pay thing. Which, it, to be yeah. honest, if it is it's, another pay thing, that's kind of shitty. It should be included. It is, in, in and. And the thing is, too, sure. Tim, like it, it does have a following. I remember people back in the day saying, oh, yeah, you know, I as much as I, I like the single player, because that's what everybody remembers people. I remember people actually, you know, playing the multiplayer for The Last of Us. People were actually dedicated to it. So it definitely has some yeah. kind of a fan base there. Oh, yeah. They there started a, a petition to like force them to make it. Yeah, yeah no, no, it. I, I... I remember, uh, I remember they had a bunch of articles, and you know, BG, he's 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 a YouTuber. He, you know, um, you know, he was really pissed off about it. But I have to say, I remember when Uncharted came out, that guy was making videos, and he really enjoyed the multiplayer. So it's, it, you know, when people say it's, you know, you know, these people are upset. They're upset because they want to, they want a game mode. They they want to play it. They came to expect it. It's, you know, it's not always a console war or. A tit for tat. It's actual gamers pissed off because there's a yeah, game it was that they popular. come to. Yeah, it that was popular. Helped his, that helped BG's channel back then. Like he was really good mm -hmm. at it, and that really helped his channel like grow a lot back then. So it's pretty big. Oh 100%. yeah, definitely. Well, let's see. We also okay. So there was a Last of Us, of course. There was also the announcement of a limited edition Death Stranding PS4 bundle, one terabyte console, and it looks like it has like hands covering it, kind of like oiled slicked the uh, console itself, and it comes with a very yellow. Does it controller. have an aborted fetus on it? <laughs> you no, know, that's in the controller. That's in the controller grip. No, they clarified. They clarified. There's no baby in the controller. Oh, oh never mind. What about an yeah. umbilical cord? Uh, a real umbilical cord. I heard that that's that comes with it. <laughs> well, a real umbilical know, cord. That'd I be kind of weird. I saw a man in a stench. <laughs> no, it's a dehydrated one. It comes in a vacuum sealed bag. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, what do you guys think of this bundle? Uh, as far as I know, there have been articles saying that there isn't a baby in the controller, but uh, then again, I could be mistaken. There doesn't seem to be, though, from what I've seen. But uh, do you guys like this bundle, or is it a big flat no? I feel like there's been way too much emphasis on piss in this game at this point. Like, I really don't know why they went with a yellow controller. Like, I understand what they were trying to do by trying to recreate the jar that the baby's in. 
but they should have known damn well by making the controller that color what direction this was going to go. <laughs> it's a you, piss S4. <laughs> well, it's funny because if you look at uh, like different angles of it, like there's nice etching that says like Death Stranding on it. And really, I, I don't mind the, the console itself, even though I thought they could have done more with it. But the controller, to me, it just the, the shade of yellow that they use, it just doesn't look very good for me. It doesn't look very <laughs> appealing at all. It's like, why would you ever use that pea colored color for the controller just not very i don't know it's just not very appealing to me you know exactly my, my problem is my problem is these days you know i guess coming to the end of this uh this console cycle and these you know these special <laughs> edition consoles is to me it's like a money grab and i and i can say the same thing about the gears console even the gears console sexy but i just it's kind of a waste of money now because new consoles will be out then next year so yeah. you know, it's like cut me unless you're like down. a serious collector, how much use are you really gonna get out of it? And mm -hmm. I feel like I was just well, cut real deep right there. I bought that X, that Gears Five Xbox One X. It goes a nice to have. Listen, I mean, it's a showpiece too. Yeah, it's a showpiece of collector's item. Um, you know, shout that out to the downer. Uh, you know, he he's, he says that um, he wishes there was a baby in the controller. Um, he of says course, he would. Closer to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, we have I'm Megatron right? joining oh. us, fellas. Oh, hey, Megatron. Wow. Hey, what's going on, everyone? How do I sound? Am I coming in clear? What's going on? Oh yeah, coming in very real clear. good. Good. No, but uh, <laughs> one of the things that I was saying was that, of personally, my opinion on the console. I like the console, the console portion, um, the vomit controller. I don't know if I really like that. Uh, I, I think that uh, Mooch was saying that he actually finds that controller very unique, and that's why he, you know, uh, liked the the the, uh, the console. But for me, I thought the console itself was pretty nice looking, mm -hmm. but the controller is uh, definitely pretty much a fail. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of my opinion on too. Like I said, the console itself. I mean, it look. I mean, you can go either way, but I mean, overall, I think it looks pretty sharp. But the controller, I just felt that they uh. dropped the ball on it. <laughs> Megatron, uh, did you get a chance to watch any of the Inside Xbox or uh, PlayStation State of Play? I think he's trying to mess with his mic because he's uh, he was hopping and puffing. Yeah, yeah, I can hear him breathing. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I'm going. Oh, can you hear us, Megatron? Yeah. <laughs> Megatron, you there, bud? All right. Well, we'll let Megatron let, let him figure out his uh, his mic. Definitely. All right. We'll move on to another uh, talking point. Something that really should concern Xbox players. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The single player was showing off. I think it looks great. They showed it off also at the PlayStation State of Play. However, they also showed off the Spec Ops Survival Mode. And viewers noticed at the bottom of the screen that the mode is a timed exclusive until October 2020. So basically a year before Xbox and PC players get it. And this has been getting a lot of backlash. How do you guys yeah. feel about this mode being exclusive for a year? I'm going to jump on this first because I'm, I'm, I feel very, very strong about it. Now... Normally, I just I wouldn't care. Time exclusive stuff really doesn't bother me, 
But how are you going to do a full year when the next friggin' Call of Duty is going to be out? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so basically, none of, you know, I mean, not none, but pretty much everybody's going to be off to the next Call of Duty by the time Xbox and PC players <clears throat> get a chance to even get that mode. It, it makes no sense. And, it, and it, to me, it was very, very, it was a misstep for Activision. But then we can always say about them, you know, money grubbing all day long. And, you know, bottom line, it, my opinion or, you know, my, because I canceled my pre-order. I'm not buying the game. So yeah, I, I heard a lot, I, I heard that, uh, not to interrupt South, but just to add to your point, I heard that uh, there's a rumor that their, their sales are way down, their pre-orders are way down because of the backlash of this. But go ahead and, and go. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, like I said, my, my little, you know, my pre-order isn't really going to make a matter difference or anything in the bottom line for them. But I just think it's really shitty of a move to do that, to, you know, to, to mess with fans' emotions like that. You know, I haven't bought a, a Call of Duty in, in the, like, the last two iterations of it. So I'm not, I'm not going to miss it. And then, and then obviously they're not going to miss me. Whatever. But I mm-hmm. just, I, I have to, on principle, I have to take a stand against it because I just think it's very, very shitty to lock out PC and Xbox players like that for a full year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, now, to, I want to kind of fuel the flames over here with Southbound on... This is actually something that I'm actually addressing in the video that will come out tomorrow. Um, this is also another example of, obviously, A, Activision not being the world's greatest company when it comes to stuff like that. And B, this is where it's going to really trigger some people. Th- as we can all see with The Last of Us 2, there's no multiplayer. When it comes to the first-party studios, um, they're not really putting out anything, shall I say, very... Multi- really great multiplayer wise it's all it's all single player experiences this is playstation just basically trying to throw money at the fact that they have not created a very great multiplayer uh game that is uh from a first party studio and their control they're now using their third party developers to actually try to create this experience for them and all it's getting them is things, in my opinion, that are very lackluster. I'm not going to go buy a PlayStation so I can play one exclusive raid on Destiny 2. I don't care about my bearskin hat in Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, the extra mission and control, I haven't even heard anybody talk about it. Um, it, it. Like, I'm just, this is basically, in my opinion, PlayStation just wasting their money on trying to acquire stuff just to make themselves look different. And at this point, it's just coming off as petty. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Shizno Elite. He says it's a bullshit move for a cross-play game, but that's Sony and Activision. That's a very good point. It, they, they, no, you know, it is. T- because it is supposed to be a cross-play play game, but then you right. just cut out a, a, a game mode that you can't play cross-play with. It, right. it doesn't it's, make any sense. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you, you look at all this goodwill cross-play and they kind of really did a great job on that aspect. And then now uh, you have this. Now, as far as I've concerned, my, my opinion on this, and I've said this numerous times on this podcast and others, I don't really fault Sony for doing this because it's a business and they are looking to basically beat Microsoft. And, um, you know, Phil's stance is, is why would you take away uh, people's uh, games or, or modes and stuff like that? Why, why it should be available? Which is a nice stance and all, but the the reality is is that this is a business, 
and, and um, you can't always you know, be the good guy. Like Phil's too nice sometimes. Yeah, exactly. People, he always, right. you know, he's too nice. You know, and, and uh, yeah, like you said, where, it's business. You know, and business. and I, I don't fault Sony one bit. I mean, you can't blame no. them. No, I blame Activision. Yeah, you can blame Activision, but you could also say, hey, you know, fight fire with fire. Do do with a battlefield. Back to them, you know. And then, then it becomes ugly for the fans, but the bottom line is is that well, let's be practice, honest, Battlefield isn't as popular as Call of Duty. Right, right, right. But this 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 practice was um, you know, put forth by Xbox, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, in, in the last generation, so it's kind of uh, a catch I will say this too, one's but, a lot more egregious though. Like, this is the worst right. I've ever seen. This no, is the like, most. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's always yeah. been what thirty days. It's always been a month, right? For you know, yeah. uh, Destiny and stuff got like so that. bad. It was so uh, bad on Destiny. Not only when you had to wait on content a month after Destiny Two came out, there was actually content you had to wait for after a whole year. Destiny Two was out before you could play content from Destiny One. Like it's just, it's like you paid the money for that content. You paid for it. They're gonna give it to you. But you got it's on layaway. You gotta wait. Like I, <laughs> it's it so sucked. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sammy Prescott Jr. It's a value proposition, and it makes sense for any business to do that if they can. A hundred percent. Again, it's mm-hmm. a business, and and um, you know, unfortunately, uh, it, it does affect uh, Xbox and PC gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way to really speak against it is to. You know, not really buy the game or partake in it, mm-hmm. and I do think that uh, from early, uh, from early, it looks like some early indications that their pre 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 uh, pre order counts are down drastically. Yeah, um, I, I'm sorry, Invader. I want to at least play devil's advocate here and defend Phil Spencer just for a second. I know nobody's tearing him down. I'm also not trying to damage control for him, but we all know during the Xbox 360 era that xbox did do this yes now that was during a different regime that was spending a lot of money and we all saw the end of that regime during the uh, xbox one era um where they tried to do something with the console that people didn't really embrace and as a result of that they became really restrictive on xbox's budget now Obviously, Phil Spencer got a lot of those restrictions lifted, but also he has to be very responsible with their budget. And when you see the return that PlayStation is not getting from these exclusive, this exclusive content, like if you go look at the prices right now at GameStop.com for Destiny 2, Destiny 2 is being sold for twice the value on the Xbox One console than it is the PS4, even though that there is exclusive content for Destiny 2. So when they actually look at the return that that basically that PlayStation is not getting, like you're, I can only imagine how much some of the exclusive content costs. So it's just one of those things where if you're going to create something exclusive for your console... You want it to be something that is going to be have a much larger return than what, in my opinion, what PlayStation is not seeing from doing this. But again, also when they did um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, 
exclusive for a year. Oh my God. Like all of a sudden the, the gaming media and everybody was talking about how this is anti-consumer yeah. and everything else. So that's also probably got them a little reserved on how do we do something exclusive that isn't going to get the brand even more of a black eye than what it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, think the difference think with that one point. is they didn't take your money already. Right, but I think that's a great point. But then this is again what we talked about earlier, and it's it, you know people people say you know it, it's bullshit when you say there's there's a certain type of uh, sets of standards, but there is. Sony seems to get away with doing this type of stuff, and Microsoft does it, and it's the end of the world. It's a big problem, um, and there is a double set of standards uh, for whatever reason. Microsoft couldn't. If Microsoft pulled this, so if this was. Let's just say that this was reversed and said Microsoft got the marketing and 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 they they actually held this. There would be a bigger backlash than there is for whatever reason. It's like okay to go after Microsoft on anything, especially if it's like big business corporation type move. Um, you know, it's it's they're the big guys trying to stomp out the small guys. But when Sony does it, it's like hey, oh okay, well they can do it, or it's a business like. Which it is, but the fact of the matter is, is that, um, yeah, whenever they've tried to do stuff like this, like the Tomb Raider, you know, they were absolutely killed, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't shut up about it. To the point Dude, where it got so said, bad for Tomb Raider. It got so bad for Tomb Raider. The developer who actually works for Microsoft now, the the yeah. main guy that was over there, he actually had to write an apology letter and put it yes. on the internet. Do you see somebody at Activision doing that right now? Uh, yeah, and I have news for you. They, he also, not in addition to that, they broke the street date where, where you know, they could have pretended that it was exclusive for a year. But if you remember, like seven months into it, Microsoft just one day said, yeah, it's multiplayer too. You know what I mean? Like before the game. So for all that hipping and hollering and saying that it was exclusive for this and that, um, you know, they, they finally did say that it was coming to the, to the platform. When has Sony ever been pressured to do something like that where it said where it was it, it was it was coming to xbox and nobody double ever edge sword jimmy double edge <laughs> yeah no or it, double standards i mean double standards well you know guys it's just it's a shame because the beta was just like last weekend and it was very positive i played it and everybody was just, you know, seemed to be having a good time with it, checking out the new Grand War mode and just kind of, I don't know, just playing around with it. Everybody was having a good time and there was a lot of interest, I noticed, because it was kind of a return to form, I guess you could say, for Call of Duty and what they were doing with their gameplay. And now from this, it just seems kind of ruined by this PR nightmare. And it's a real shame because it seems like a fun game, but I was interested in it, but... I kind of want to walk that back now because this is kind of bullcrap. You know, I'm we're paying the same amount just f- and we're getting a little less. I was recommending this, telling my friends to pick this game up originally. And again, I want to pick this. But now, again, this leaves a really bad taste in my mouth, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. E- either way, you have to feel a certain type of way about it, whether in a play- PlayStation or Xbox or PC. I yeah. like the comment by Downer right now. If you guys read it on the screen, I'm, I can't read it out loud. It's too, uh, <laughs> too controversial, but this is why we love the Downer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Positive, right? 
but yeah, it's a shame what's happening with Call of Duty, guys. Again, I've been seeing a lot of uproar about this, and um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of other games out there that I can go for. It's just I was really itching to play this game, and now it just feels kind of uh, soiled. So, are you gonna buy it? Well, let's be honest. On the, on the panel, listen, I always buy it. I'm not one of these guys that buy boycott boycott. Just not in my nature. Who's is anybody not gonna buy the game now because of this? I'm, I'm gonna it. buy it for Black Friday. Hopefully, it's about twenty five bucks. That's the only. That's the only way I would buy it hmm. if it was cheap. That's what I'm actually. That's what I was considering too. It's good that you mentioned that Centurion. That I was gonna possibly wait until Black Friday because. Again, I had promised friends that I would pick this up, and I have a feeling that they're going to pick this up because they're just really into shooting games, Call of Duty, and all that. And, you know, you really want something to play with your buddies, right? And uh, I have a feeling that I'll be, yeah, that I will end up picking this up, but I'll definitely pick it up when it's a little cheaper, when I feel that the cost, uh, the value is justified there, right? Because as of right now, full price at launch, no. No, definitely not. not. It's not. No, definitely not. I mean, sure, it has a a campaign and it has a bunch of other multiplayer modes, but if they're purposely restricting that because they have a deal with PlayStation for a year, you know, I could understand if it was one or two months, but really, not even you know six months. Like I said, the the next Call of Duty would be out by the time that the game mode is is available on. PlayStation, I mean, uh, PC mm-hmm. or Xbox. Yeah, n- nobody's going to care. As Shizno Elite says, I was going to buy it, but won't buy it now. That's the only way there will be any change because they certainly do not listen to any of us, which mm-hmm. is it is correct. The only way to eat, you're going to be able to kind of get Activision to not make these deals uh, is is if you hit them in the pocketbook, and that's mm-hmm. the way it, 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 all, it happens. Yeah, and dreadful. Well, I, I, hope, I hope there's a mass, you know, cancellation of pre-orders that they're like wow we really uh stepped in at this time i don't think activision's gonna learn you know mm, with no. having well, they, rep- they didn't learn with destiny they're not gonna learn with, with call of duty that's what the reputation they have if i was at that company at the you know board of executives and this came up i'd be like no we already have a bad reputation as being money hungry and we don't care about our consumers this is just going to do nothing but fuel that. I really don't think this is a good idea. Yeah, and also the fact that you can pretty much guarantee like more microtransactions added in. Like I can just say because there's no season pass, right? So they're going to have to make up for that in some way. So I can definitely see them doing some monetization schemes well after the game releases. And hey, I kind of hate the dreaded M word personally. I'm not a fan of it, but I can just I, it's a it's such an Activision thing to do. And I just I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Uh, anybody else have anything uh, else to say about Call of Duty? No, just uh, Dreadpool said I pre-ordered it. It's one mode that I probably won't play. That being said, I boycotted Black Ops for the lack of campaign. Yeah, a lot of people uh, also did that because of, of last year. Yeah, listen, Activision. We talk about big businesses and and these these big guys. They 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 really are a, a a company that you know they just don't care. They'll do whatever it takes to 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 squeeze the gamer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, guys, moving along here, and 
on to another topic. And earlier this week, Xbox announced Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Xbox bundles. <clears throat> one for Xbox One S and another for the X. And both have a digital copy of Jedi Fallen Order along with a month subscriptions to Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass, and EA Access. Now, have you guys got a chance to take a look at these bundles? What do you guys think? Because while these bundles are always welcome, I'm just not seeing anything special here. Like, was there anything, was there a missed opportunity for a cool design here, do you guys think? I would have cried considering I bought this Gears 5 <laughs> Xbox One X, and if they would have came out with a Star Wars one, I think I would have cried. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's just there's I nothing really special about them, in my opinion, because they're just regular Xboxes with uh, the game and them with uh, a few other things. There's no special design on them. Well, I think I think when you run into the end of the generation, that even having Gears is kind of pushing it. Um, when you have a console that's going to come out in a year, that these type of saying? marketing deals, like these type of marketing deals with, with, with custom consoles... Um, our best at the beginning of the generation, uh, you look to one of the best selling, uh, you know, skew was the Batman, uh, you know, uh, design console for Sony. That was good. Generation. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have that type of stuff and it's the beginning uh, of the gen, I, I think that it's easier. But um, right now it would have looked kind of like Centurion would have threw, threw his Xbox against the wall. If, you know, imagine they came out with this. This beautiful custom console, it kind of a light you know, sound when you turn it on. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's 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 kind of understandable. I think that the deal that they have is pretty good, though. Uh, you know, you get all that stuff, and and EA access uh, is it, a great deal. Now, with all the trepidation and and stigma that has surrounded the um, the Star Wars franchise on mm. gaming. Do you not blame them for not wanting to create a custom console? Because, you know, I hate to say it, but the last Star Wars games that have come out, Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2, were... I loved Battlefront 1. Battlefront 2 was not received well at all. The and campaign at, was fun. What, on Battlefront 1? Battlefront 2. Oh, no, the campaign. There was no campaign in Battlefront 1. <laughs> hey, what, what were you playing? <laughs> No, no, there was no campaign. Now we're talking about part two. Oh, yeah, no, part two was awesome. I even played mm -hmm. the expansion that they gave you for free. I mean, like it was awesome. It 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 hit it hit on some really good story notes. It, it kind of flowed well with what was going on. It actually made <laughs> you made Luke Skywalker more of a badass than the uh, the the Disney movies we're getting nowadays. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, at any rate, um. This too is soon, kind of, too soon. Right? This is more of a Hail Mary for the Star Wars franchise when it comes to gaming because, you know, they EA has shut down so many developers that were working on Star Wars games that people were looking forward to, and the games that they pushed out were nowhere near the caliber of what people were looking for. And so th this is like a real Hail Mary for EA. If this game flops, I, I would not be surprised if by some chance uh, Disney comes in. And is like, gonna, hey, they're they're going to take away their uh, their exclusive rights to the mm -hmm. Star oh, Wars. Dude, this, this game has to succeed 
Otherwise, yeah, they're going to lose that exclusive. Like, I would have already been in the office over there with the guys at EA saying, like, you guys have had this more than enough time. We've gotten two games, and you have pissed a lot of people off. <laughs> isn't there, isn't there a game in development right now, though, other than this game? Isn't there another game in development? Didn't they get canceled? Yeah, no, there was one. one did, and then it got re- or they did a re- Repurposed or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the visceral one? Yeah. The repurposing of visceral games. This is the assets that they had already created, I guess, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they turned it into this. But I've saw screenshots of what they were creating over at Visceral Games. It was supposed to be like an RPG, like you know, I mean, it looked right. really good. Um, the only god, people are wanting that experience of uh Star Wars the Old Republic, the PC game. They're wanting oh, that, but yeah. on a console basis, something that's a little bit more easier access than having to go out and get a PC and play like this massive MMO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember Star Wars 1313. Remember that? They showed it at E3. That yeah. was pretty much the biggest thing at E3. And that yeah. game never even showed. Uh, Downer says everything EA gets their hands on turns to shit. Look at BioWare. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pick hey, this for, game up. For sure, Force Unleashed was good. I I enjoyed the hell out of those games. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. For, so. so, but what they do? They have this game, but they do have another game coming. Is that correct? If, if, if I haven't heard anything yeah. past this game. See, I remember they canceled that game. Remember they made a game that was like a microtransaction bullshit game. They canceled that game. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, listen, listen, I. It's like I said uh, on the last show. I think we talked about Spider Man. Whenever you're dealing with these types of, of these franchises or these guys, it's kind of hard not to screw them up. And and for whatever reason, uh, greed or whatever you want to say, they, they keep screwing the Star Wars. And it would be really sad if that that that, that these games shit the bed so much that that Disney says, you know what, we're gonna do something else and. Thanks, thanks for the time. And and if that happens, and we're without Star Wars, and we never had a proper, real or or that next generation Knights of Republic, what we all want experience, it's gonna be crappy. Not I remember when the EA came out and said that uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic three couldn't happen because it would require way too much time and investment. Oh, and that's not true. That's not true. That's why if I you bet. build it, they will come. They will make their money. There, there's, there's no doubt about it. If you make that game, but the thing is, it would be hard to live up to that. Those standards, you know. I don't. I, I mean, it would take it would take about four or five good years of development to to make a quality game right. to live up to that. Yeah, and that's where I think EA is like kind of like, oh, it's going to require way too much time and investment. We want to shove these games out quickly. I knew it was going to get bad when I went and stood in line for Star Wars Battlefront 2. And as I'm paying it off, the guy at uh, GameStop looks at me and he's like, hey, did you want to buy this starter pack with this game? And oh that's what was up. Yeah, well, you know that that dropped the stock. I remember. Listen, they they really screwed up with Battlefront. I mean, when I played Battlefront, I, I could not believe the amount of 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 uh, you know. Um, it was like a pay. To, it put it this way: it was. I felt like it was when I originally played it. It was like a a, a cell phone game model that was put on top of a 
you know, they're, they're saying that this is a $60 experience and like everything was like to buy something and or to let, customize. Let me ask you guys this. Who, who do you think would it. tackle, who would be able to tackle a, a game? Like, I would think like a Naughty Dog, Chris Dynamics type. Oh, yeah. Naughty Dog or, or Project Red. Yeah, see Project Red. Yeah, see Project Red could do a damn good. Obsidian could do a really good RPG. Obsidian too. could do. Who did that? Because they had the history too. Well, as Shizno Elite says, I wish they could bring back 1313. I agree. But that game was. Why did they cancel it in the game? first place? I think it was because Disney blocked it. I think they said no. Mm hmm. That it wasn't it just like single player focused too, at the time. Yeah, but I think that's what we really want is we don't want a multiplayer thing. But yeah, I, I think they canceled it because of uh, copyright uh, stuff. Wow, yeah, that's what? a shame too. Thirteen thirteen looked like really really cool. Whatever studio they would have to give it to though would have to be able to be a multi plat studio. Like obviously, when some you know Naughty Dog would be a great you know, studio to do something like that, but they're obviously an exclusive studio for PlayStation. They would have Bungie? to somebody that Ooh, would at least, yeah. somebody who would at least be able to create a multi plat game because there's no way Disney would want to restrict themselves to just one platform because we all know Spider Man sold fifteen million copies on one platform. Could you imagine if that Crazy. game was a multi plat? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that there's so many gamers that, that, that haven't played that and there's so many bought it. But yeah, I, I just don't understand it. It's just you have a home run and you have a recipe for a home run and they can't get it together. It just goes to show you that greed and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, the right type of uh, wrong, the wrong type of mindset can, can, can screw something up like this. But I am hopeful that this new Star Wars... Uh, is going to be good. I, I think Respawn is I would, uh, a good developer. I would be scared to death to try to tackle something like that. Like the, mm -hmm. you know the, the 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 passion and feelings people have towards Star Wars. I mean, you know, it, it wouldn't take much to just completely shit the bed when it came to you know letting people down. Mm -hmm. Did any of you guys see the uh, new controller too that they announced? The Purge Trooper that controller. That thing is ugly. Well, I mean, at least it has some kind of a design to it. It has, like, armor design to it. Kind of goes with the uh, trooper from the upcoming, uh, from the game. And, I don't know, it just, I don't know. I mean, I didn't think it was the best that it could have been, but at least no, it has I mean, some kind I, of design listen, to it. I, I know, you know, I got friends that made the damn thing. So, you know, it's kind of weird for me to say that, but it's definitely not my cup of tea. Like... It's basically just black with a splash of uh, red. Like it's very simple, but I don't know. At least they're doing something that way. Like honestly, I'll I'll probably be the only one saying this. I would have liked some kind of design on the uh, bundled consoles. Personally, that's just me since they have like a, the marketing deal. But I'd like to the see problem, a little more. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is there's too many damn controllers out right now, and that's one thing yeah. that people talk shit about Xbox is. Oh, great! Another controller, another controller. I mean, they they put out more controllers than they do games, you know. And and listen, I get it. Yeah. It's business. They make the most money off their peripherals and everything. But it just right now it just can leave such a bad taste in people's mouth that they're like constantly like, oh, another controller, another controller. I, I think they should just focus more on the next elite and then worry about these all these custom controllers till that comes out. But that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. And month. that 
Well, two months. Yeah, and then they they do. Yeah, they do have a lot of controllers. That's the thing you can make your own too, which is fantastic. And don't get me me wrong, I really like the fact that they have those varieties and options out there. But I I, I would like them to just you know put something on the actual console itself. But you're right. Um, it is towards the end of the console cycle. We're gearing up for the Scarlet and other new consoles. So, yeah, there's also that. Uh, anybody else have anything to add on this topic, or can we move on? Next. Next? All right, guys, moving along here. So, Xbox is expanding its voice capabilities, and now it's adding support for Google Assistant. Now, similar to what they did with Alexa, it would be able to launch games, apps, turn the console on and off, pause videos, and more. And now it will run through the Xbox itself, but through an app. Guys, do you like seeing more of these kinds of apps being brought onto the Xbox? I mean, personally, uh, I think that uh, any type of thing that, that enhances ease of use or uh, customization is, is welcomed. Um, I just feel that, you know, that was, it's pretty crazy that that was once essential features, a feature that Xbox offered through Kinect. Um, and, and I was a fan of Kinect. I mean, I, I still have mm -hmm. a Kinect for each Xbox, but uh, to be honest, uh, I haven't hooked them up yet uh, well, since I moved. And um, I don't miss it. I have to say it's just... Well, for whatever reason, I mean, sometimes I would like to say, you know, Xbox turn off and stuff like that, but yeah, um, I miss that. You know, mm -hmm. and and what sucks most about it is we we had Cortana for that. Why do we gotta worry about Alexa yeah. and everything else? Like we had our own. Yeah. I, I say we, but I'm they talking about Xbox. Yeah. They had their own. Yeah, yeah. like they should have made that stronger instead of using the third party. You know, assistant. They gave up. They should have. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that that was uh, when Phil took over, he kind of um, just wanted a game-only uh, vision, which I get. You know, they laid off the, the Connect people and, and all that stuff, uh, you know, when that happened. But, you know, um, in, in that time, looking no. back, it, it probably was the right thing to do because now you There was such a bad this... stigma on it. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. From a business standpoint, I get it. But, I, you know, I love the Connect and I love the voice commands and everything else. So, it, to me, I still have that, you know, little even bitter work? taste I, in my I don't mouth. Even know. Yeah, it is a little bit. I, I understand what you're saying. That, mm -hmm. Especially with some of the... They lost, like, the functionality of a lot mm -hmm. of it. I don't even think that it's mostly supported. I think Alexa's supported better than Cortana. Yeah, well, no, it or, is. Cortana, like, aren't they... <laughs> From what I understand, aren't they going to remove Cortana? They already did. Or they already did. There you go. I mean, yeah, and Cortana sorry. never got any love. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, we, you know, Xbox had their own assistant. Why, you know, why borrow some a third party? Didn't you know? Why did it continue? I don't know. It's, it, it's it's the old saying that I say to them: that sometimes Xbox can't get it out of itself of its own way. You know, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. they, you know, something simple like that, they they, they made it a colossal mess up. Dude, there's. I was just gonna say, there's still there's still articles and YouTube videos coming out about how the Xbox uh, Connect and it, it's it's systems that dealt with that were all spying on you. Oh yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember but, that. And meanwhile, uh, then the, the, the people are saying, "Yeah," and then they're using a phone. Yeah, right with your phone. But for me, what really kind of peeved me off on that was when somebody's like, 
Yeah, your Xbox is watching you. You know. Oh, hang on one sec. Hey, Alexa, can you uh, tell me what the weather is outside? <laughs> you're just like, really? You're gonna sit there and say your yeah. Xbox is fine on you, man, and you just freaking talk to your Alexa device, and yeah, it, it's just it's and, freaking hey, total. And all you have to do is once you use your your like you said, you look at your phone and you t you have you ever noticed that when you have a conversation and next time you use your phone, you have like. Uh, advertisements and stuff for stuff that you were talked about yes yes that is that is creepy to me that's really spooky yes, I, I really don't like that <laughs> yeah no they they a lot of them ask you to find print you know can you consent to us listen you know in in, in other ways that they, they get you to that because you know there was it was it was funny because there was a guy, a group of guys at my job that wanted to test that out. I think they went into like a group chat and they were all talking about um, diapers or whatever. They specifically did it. And um, sure enough, they started the emails coming in, can you, you know, uh, for diapers and stuff like that. Like, so when people people say that they are listening to. For a text chat. Uh, I think it was like a, a group chat or something, but it was, no, it was, it was a test. Voice or text? Um, I think it was, I, I don't remember. I just remember them telling the story um, about what they were doing or, or what was done. Um, so I don't, I can get the specifics and get back to you on that. But the fact Sorry, is, I was that it, the fact is, is that my point is, is that they, they do listen to what you say, especially these, uh, like these things that are trying to sell you stuff. And, yeah, algorithms. Um, it's a, yeah, it's, <laughs> and and they listen to certain things, and you know, then they, they they will sell you that stuff. You know, it's 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 the world we live in. Well, it's absolutely. I remember the beginning, you know, and back in 2013 uh, with this gen and all the fear mongering going on with the Connect. Oh, it's uh, listening to you and so on, so forth. And yeah, the CIA is watching you on your couch, butt naked, eating Cheetos. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know they're using the connects for the TSA now, right? Oh, are they really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there. Yeah. When I was on Salty's uh, podcast, he showed me photos of uh, a TSA checkpoint, and they were on poles bolted to the wall and aimed down. And it, it like, and use the photo zoomed in, you could see the Xbox logo on it and everything. They did nothing to alter the device. It was a connect. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I mean, listen for, for what for what it what, what it's worth. Connect definitely was a, a a pretty cool piece of technology, and that's something that that myself uh, I kind of loved about it. it. Was I just it was a really pe a cool piece of technology, and mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, uh, it didn't go the way I think that I envisioned it. The games for it really were just you know, shovelware and stuff like that. They never really... And, and it, uh, it was a tremendous uh, missed uh, opportunity, you know. I will say this, though. Uh, Connect Sports Rivals uh, with the face scanning technology, like, I thought that was really cool. That was uh, cool, yeah. You know, I, I would have thought that would have been a cool thing to do with the avatars because it actually, you know, you're at your... Well, in-game avatar actually kind of mm -hmm. really looked like you, like down to like some finer details. I was like, oh, you know, that's actually I would love to see that more implemented in other games. So I thought that the technology behind that was really interesting. Uh, and there are some other games, too, that took advantage of the Kinect. So 
but you know obviously connect uh, kind of went the way of the dodo and uh, it's just interesting to see microsoft get like alexa on board and now google assistant they let cortana go and you know they're letting the third parties come in and just kind of address that but is the fear mongering still there now with regards to the uh, you know the whole voice activated stuff you don't uh, hear about that, it anymore. Uh, you don't hear about it as much, but you know you'll always get you'll always get uh, you know a certain person or a video here and there. But you know, I mean, it, it's just it, it is the world we live in, um, where we live in a connected world, and um, you know what you say, uh, believe it or not, is probably heard by more than just a person. You know, you know when you especially when you have these devices. I mean, I have a Furbo. And if, you know what a Furbo is? Is it's a it's a camera for your dog for the inside. You can actually send the treats, but that again tracks everything. It tracks when you come in the room. It notifies you when a person comes in the room. It's just the world we live in now, um, and it's just pretty crazy looking back at at the time when people were saying that and they were spying on us. And and Germany actually, I think. Uh, they were really against it too, because remember at the time that was that whole thing with uh, us spying on other people, and and they were saying it was uh, you know so that 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 hurt Xbox too, just on a global standpoint was just like they would say hey you have this thing made from America that's that's you know listening to us and and you know it's a foreign entity in our house I mean you know they they just it just was a recipe for disaster at the launch and. I can understand why Xbox is kind of like, just like at this point, you know, do what you want. It's up to you. We're not supporting uh, Connect anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, we'll move on. And this will we'll probably going to be uh, ending off the show soon. Guys, what have we been playing over the past week? Uh, what games have you been into? Have you guys uh, been playing through anything new? Or are you still going through games that you were before? Uh, Shock, have you been playing anything new? Um, I don't think much new. I've been going through <laughs> some older games, like uh, with the, I don't know if you've played, uh, like, Police Knots by Kojima. <laughs> it's kind of like a point-and-click game. has some characters from the original, like Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, but yeah, I've been playing some of that, getting ready for uh, <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> um, and a Japanese like strategy RPG. Unfortunately, i got to follow along with some dialogue with the game back. So, <laughs> to, get to understand the story. But, but yeah. Nothing new right right now, other than Game Pass. So, yeah, all right, I totally understand. I've been picking up some stuff on Game Pass too. Actually, I've been playing through uh, this little game called Bad North right now. It's a little strategy game, and I'm really surprised how in depth it is. And I've been really enjoying that title. Uh, South, have you been playing anything the past week? I just honestly, I'm trying to finish up Gears Five. I kind of got stuck in a certain spot. And it took a lot of time, so I pretty much bummed me out. I gave up. Um, and then what else? What else have I been playing? I was playing a couple other things, but nothing really uh, noteworthy. But yeah, just trying to finish up Gears, having a lot of fun with it. Uh, game looks beautiful. I'm, I'm, like I said, just kind of taking my time with it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I've been doing too. I played uh, 
a lot of it over the past couple of days. I'm I'm inching myself towards Act Four right now on the tail end of three, and whew, man, the scenery in there just just mind boggling. It looks so good. Uh, Tim, what have you been playing over the past week or so? Well, I finally finished Gears. Uh, like uh, like uh, South said, um, kind of had the situation that he had. Uh, couldn't get past a certain point. Came back to the game. Finally got past that. Now I'm playing uh, experienced. So um, uh, so I got up to Act Four, and I could not get past a certain point, and I uh, had to knock down the. Uh, yeah, I got the, stuck right uh, there at the part where um, you're putting together the the rocket. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a, a point where I could not listen. I tried for two hours straight. I said, you know what? It's time for me to lower the, the difficulty. I have about 20 hours in on the game, uh, just on single player. Uh, so I played, I would say, 90% of the game on experience, but the last 10%, I had to knock it down. And, and it is a big difference. There is a big difference. Experience is a lot more skilled. Uh, one hit, One hit rockets, you're dead, you blow up. With um, with uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, intermediate or whatever, uh, the average one or the middle, you can get hit with a rocket and you don't die, uh, you don't fall. So it is a big difference. So I mean, once I put it low difficulty, I ran right through it. Uh, best generation game I think for Xbox uh, as an exclusive, I gave it a nine point five out of ten for the campaign. Tremendous game, technical masterpiece. 60 frames per second uh, looks unbelievable on the OLED. H- highly recommend it if you have Game Pass, which everyone should have, and you haven't played it. Th- that game is is a uh, uh, really a uh, great, great, great job by Coalition. The story, love the story. It's totally engaged, totally hyped up for Gear Six. Uh, and then after I finished that last night, I actually started playing a game called. Uh, Man of Medan, and that is the game by Supermassive, uh, the, the developers that created Until Dawn. And um, I have to say, this game was kind of selling me on Until Dawn because I kind of like a game that you're playing that doesn't have to always have to have a, a high level of skill or a high level of interaction. This game, you know, you sit back and you watch it and then you make a decision. And uh, some funny, you could go around with, uh, uh, you know, being a jerk or being funny or, or being nice. And, and I have to say, uh, I'm enjoying it. So um, uh, another game that uh, I'm, I'm enjoying. So uh, that's been what I've been playing. Uh, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm looking to play um, uh, Until Dawn. I think that that's going to get me uh, to actually turn on my PS4. All right, all right. That sounds pretty good. Uh, Centurion, what have you been uh, playing over the past uh, week or so? I know you were talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Has there been anything else? Or uh, no, I muted myself. There, yeah, is that a werewolf? Sounds like a werewolf. I was about to say, South is uh, there? Any werewolves around? It's not even October yet. <laughs> now um let me see so i have been i finally not right now five. but you guys can hear me right yep oh 
Yeah, yep. I finished up Gears 5. Um, I also just finished up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I got to <laughs> still dive into the DLC on that. Um, I've also still been dabbling around a little bit with Link's Awakening. That's what I've been playing. Oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah, you know what? I, there's so many games out right now. Link's Awakening has been getting so many positive reviews. I have a Switch, guys. I'm very tempted to pick that up right now, but I'm currently working on a review for another Nintendo Switch game. Uh, you know what needs but, to come to the Switch? What? I've been playing, uh, <laughs> well, ever since uh, stuff by the Microsoft Store, I picked up one of those things you have to your uh, Xbox controllers so you can play your games on your phone. Um, and I downloaded like Vice City and GTA 3 to my phone. And just been playing that. <laughs> I was like, those games need to come to the Switch. They're all on the PS4 somehow, but mm -hmm. that'd be sick. Vice City on there. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty cool. I'd really enjoy that. Um, yeah, well, there's all kinds of stuff coming to the Switch now. I mean, I mean, I wish they would get like some more newer stuff. I keep seeing ports of like ps3 xbox 360 games but uh you know it's amazing what runs on it even stuff games like the witcher which you wouldn't even think could run on there even if it is like not the best resolution it still like really impresses me what the switch is able to run for uh, what it is so you know a console on the go so that's pretty cool but with all that said guys that about does it for this episode of txr and again a big thank you to everybody that joined us tonight uh the indie gamer jago kukin jago who else do we have in here uh dreadpool uh jeremy the downer joined us of course jeremy it's always great seeing you uh who else did we have in here shizno elite uh, all kinds of great people were in the chat thank you very much guys for joining us uh love all the comments going on there. Uh, before leaving, if you could, guys, please uh, sh share this show out and smack that like button. Again, you can find us now on various podcasting services, and you can find them in the description down below. And now on to the outros. South, where can these fine gaming fellows find you at? You know what? Before I go, I just I just had real quick, I just wanted to give a shout out to... Um, we just lost a good member of our community, Merkum. And uh, it just, it really bummed me out because he was such a big Xbox fan. And those who knew him knew he was, you know, bound to a wheelchair. And he was, you know, he had his health issues and everything else. But it never stopped him from playing games or, you know, going to E3. You know, he had a beautiful family that really, you know, loved him and took care of him. And it just, to hear his passing really bummed me out. So I just kind of wanted to, Shout out to the ether that you know that I'm, you know sad about his passing. You know, just catch on the next time, brother. Yes, definitely. And uh, just so you know, South, I had made a comment too earlier about about him. So uh, right before we began, so yeah, yeah, well, I didn't get a chance to. So I, you know, I just felt like I needed to say something because mm -hmm. you know it, it kind of mm -hmm. eats at me to to hear. You no, know, we lose anybody in the community. You know, it's just. I just like I said, it just bums me out, and I I hope you know in this time of of sorrow that his family finds peace, and, you know, and then now that he's not, he's no longer bound to that wheelchair, you know, he's up in heaven playing some Xbox, you know what I'm saying? So I just uh, you know a lot of love and and prayers to his family. 
yeah, you know, I hope he's at peace. And uh, again, I didn't know him uh, personally, but he seemed like a really, really uh, nice guy and a very passionate uh, person in the community. And uh, it's a shame we lost someone uh, with a lot of heart. So, yeah. so, anyways, you can holler at your boy. You can get me on Twitter at Southbound110. You can get at me on the Xbox, Southbound110. You know, feel free to. Say what's up, you know, invite me to a party chat, whatever you want to do. I'm always around. Just, you know, hit your boy up. And thanks for everybody for showing up tonight. We love you guys. We appreciate the support. Of course. Uh, Shock, where can everybody find you at? Yeah, you can find me at, uh, at Shock Nero on Twitter. Um, easy Shock on PSN Xbox Live. Um, but yeah, hit, hit me up if you want to talk, uh, you know, Retro gaming, current gaming, whatever. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Absolutely. And Centurion, where can the uh, where can all our fans find you at? Well, you guys can always find me at on Twitter and YouTube at Centurion One Three O Seven. I'm always kicking it here with you guys on Sunday on TXR. Um, also on uh, Saltiest Gaming Podcast on Thursdays and the Shop Podcast on Saturdays. Fantastic, fantastic. And Tim, Mr. Xbox Lizard, where can the Xbox, Xbox faithful find you at? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, xcloudtimdog. I'm also here every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I also do RDX on Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you know, shout out uh, to Dealer. Shout out to Dealer and the guys. Mm -hmm. And um, rest in peace to our friend uh, Markham. Very sad news. Yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, Megatron, of course, uh, he tried dropping in, but uh, I guess he's having some technical issues right now. But of course, uh, you can find his details down below in the description. And of course, I'm Invader. You can find me on my channel, Invader Gaming. And I'm pretty active on Twitter. You can find me at Invader underscore 1986. And yeah, guys, it's been a blast. You can catch us next Sunday at the same time. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And we can't wait to talk games with you next weekend. Take it easy, fellas. Deuces.